Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgate, and I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live from Austin, Texas. I'm joined once again by my co-host, Dakota, who has gotten weirdly, somehow more ugly. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> What's up, Colton? <laughs> Dakota couldn't be here, so of course I call up Colton. He's just, he's our go-to guy, so he's filling in for Dakota. So, attractiveness went down, but IQ has gone dramatically up, so... There's some give and take there. There's got to be some points for the mullet, though. I mean, definitely. Definitely. Thank you. So we're happy to have you. We are going to talk about New Hampshire and just a shit ton of silly season. Let's get right into it. What's up? It's Chair Gating coming at you live. Hello. Come right in. My chihuahua's barking in the background, so if you hear a uh, big ferocious bark, that's probably going to be my chihuahua. Just a heads up. So, Colton, thanks for coming on. I know you're uh, busy over there with your your actual podcast you have going on. Yeah, yeah, my big boy job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and give them a shout out. Right yes, now if you check want. out Fan Fuel. We just recorded a pretty long episode last night. Um, we talked about all the safety rumors that were going on in NASCAR. Um, we talked about that horrid truck race in Knoxville. Um, kind of touched on all the weekend's activities. And then we talked about the Atlanta repave as well. Um, if y'all listen to the podcast, not this last episode, but the one before it, we actually broke the news first. Um, so cheers to fan fuel. Yeah. Well, I can sum up that episode for my audience. If you're a pussy like Colton and you think seatbelts should be required by state law, then you'll agree with whatever his opinion was on that show. So there you yep. go speed belts and then speed limits nothing above 30 miles an hour 100 <laughs> yeah. it's a really long time to get across your state yeah, yeah. 
So I figured we can talk a little bit about New Hampshire. Um, We haven't been there since last year when fans were not allowed to attend. So there's not much to say about it since we're kind of in the back half of the season now. We're going to a lot more tracks where we've already been, but we're here. We're in New Hampshire. Um, Colton, are you a fan of Loudoun? Do you like the races at New Hampshire? No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. I'm a fan of flat tracks. I like Martinsville. Um, There's a couple really good short tracks on the country that I'd like to see that are fairly flat. Um, New Hampshire is just kind of in the middle. I mean, they put on great modified races, but I do not think the Cup Series puts on a good show there. Okay. Well, that's our New Hampshire talk. There you go. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, So wait, so what do you think about the, the reconfiguration for Atlanta? Um, banks. Do you hate that since you I, like banking? I don't know. I don't mind the banking at all. I, I just, I mean, there are some flat tracks that I really like. There's some high bank tracks that I really like. Um, it just was whatever, whatever puts on good racing. The only thing that I don't agree with about the repave and the reconfiguration is the narrowing of the track. Um, I understand why yeah, they still one. Yeah, they're trying to keep the same barriers in the track. And obviously if you have this and then you bring it up to here, you're either going to have to bring the walls out or you have to narrow it to keep that same, that same size, so to speak for the seats and everything. So they don't have to move those. So I get it. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That was, that's been pretty much my takeaway the whole time. Yeah. Stop bitching until we see racing on it. Um, so apparently Dakota is too busy to be on the podcast, but he is free enough to be watching. So thanks for tuning in Dakota. I hope you enjoy your show. Um, yeah. So we're going to be, going to new hampshire this weekend not me and you physically but nascar in general and yeah i think you kind of share the general consensus with a lot of people we're not too excited about new hampshire i think except for dakota he's excited about any race that nascar goes to yeah so, yeah. yeah yeah we played on him last night i i did mention that any any time dakota goes to a race it's the greatest fucking race of the year. <laughs> Yeah, a hundred percent. It is, um, which makes him a very good person to attend races with. So, oh, yeah. anybody out there, if you get the chance to attend a race with Dakota, it will be a lot of fun. Uh, I don't think you'll be seeing him in New Hampshire anytime soon because that is just way out there. We were talking about this in the last episode. I'm like, when am I ever going to go to a New Hampshire race? I know you don't ever go to any races because you live in the middle of fucking nowhere, right? But like, I thought I lived way out here until I talk to you. Yeah. I mean, being in Austin, Texas is not uh, granted. We have a race now, so I can't complain much anymore, but usually it was not a great place. You're in the middle of nowhere. You live in Wyoming. I mean, what's the closest track to you? Kansas is the closest track. Um, it's about 12 hours drive. I, I couldn't tell you the miles. We do everything in hours out here because we're so far away from goddamn everything. That's what we do. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's 12 hours away 13 with you know traffic and stops and everything that's actually not that bad it's not terrible but you got to figure i'm driving 12 hours to go to fucking kansas i mean i do that every single year to go to Vegas. yeah 12 hour drive um it's 10 hours for me to kansas i go to that every year so maybe we can meet up halfway in kansas hell yeah that wouldn't be too bad Kansas is a very underrated place it's a lot of fun the racing's not that bad it's gotten a lot better over the years i think in my opinion So, I mean, if you can't tell, I'm trying to find other things to talk about other than New Hampshire. Yeah, and that seems to be the kind of theme of the week. I haven't seen much (laughs) post about New Hampshire on Twitter. You know, like normally leading up to a race, we see a whole bunch of shit about the track and 
memorable moments. And this week it's really been quiet about New Hampshire. I think even NASCAR is like, why are we still going here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one race. Obviously last week, uh, one of the big talking points was the fact that not many people went to Atlanta, but that I think a lot of it had to do with them adding an additional Atlanta race. Mm-hmm. So I think we still should see a pretty solid turnout in New Hampshire uh, just because it's the only race they have this year. I know there's some other races in the area, but I'm expecting a pretty solid turnout. If they don't get a solid turnout off one race a year, I mean, what's the point? What yeah. are we still doing here? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. Usually I like to do the picks towards the end. But I figured since we're spending the first part of the episode talking about New Hampshire, I mean, we might as well just talk about likely winners and then we can feed right into picks. What do you think? Sounds good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Is there anybody that you think is a likely winner? Somebody that we haven't really been seeing up front, you know, like a Brad K. Could he do a repeat here? Um, I don't know about Brad just because I feel like he's kind of getting the shit into the stick with Penske now. They know he's leaving. Um, why, why would you want to give him the good equipment, right? He hasn't been doing a whole lot this year anyway. Um, I think they're just going to take all those resources and funnel them into Logano and um, Blaney um, and kind of start stripping stuff from Brad because he's also going to be an owner now too. They probably don't right. want him seeing a ton of the stuff that they're doing and what makes him so you know, so much better over the competition at some of these places. That is um, an interesting point, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know about Brad. I look at someone like uh, Tyler Reddick. We were talking about him a little bit. Um, that dude has been – lighting it up he's been so quick these last few weeks um he he might sneak one out there at least the top five or top ten yeah i agree i've been i mean i've been hyped on reddick even before they announced that he was coming on just because i'm an rcr fan obviously um and i knew daniel hemrick was never gonna win (laughs) a goddamn race i don't care what you equipment you put him in he's not winning a race thank you yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, that's just, he's really good at finding ways not to win races. You yeah. Know, he's just, I, I, I don't know. I was going to compare him to another driver, but I don't want to insult any other driver uh, and nothing against yeah. him. He seems like a nice guy, but he was never going to do it for RCR. I mean, I think it, yeah. it, it shows because he won rookie of the year after he was already told he's losing his cup ride. <laughs> I mean, that's, right. Yeah, and I think the thing is, too, like, he's in Gibbs Xfinity equipment, which is, like, the cream of the crop other than that 22 car every week. And if you still find a way to shit the bed every week, there's there's probably something wrong with that nut that connects the pedals of the steering wheel. Yeah, when he was in the cup, he was averaging, like, in the 20s yeah. every race. Like, he was not doing – he wasn't doing it. So I was always excited for Reddit to come up because I know how talented he is, and he's a ballsy driver, which I like. But, yeah, I agree. I think this is a race that he – he could click off another top five. I don't know. You know, if he gets a win, that'd be fucking awesome. But I think, yeah. you know, looking for a top, another top five for him would be really badass. He's already solidified, pretty much solidified his spot in the playoffs, I think. I mean, I think at this point, we just need to see somebody else win outside that. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't see much else happening, much else happening there. But also, another person that might have a chance here, let's been getting a lot of shit which we're gonna he's we're gonna talk about him a lot in a little bit is uh maddie d he finished what he finished six here last year mm-hmm. could this be i mean could he do the same thing and kind of show show the haters like hey i still got it i mean 
look at what he did right after he found out who's losing his ride with uh, the 95 car. Um, he went out that very next race and got second at Bristol and damn near won the thing. Um, and Bristol's another track kind of like Loudon where he'll sneak a top 10 out every once in a while. He'll kind of run up front for most of the race. Um, so, I mean, light a fire under his ass. Let's see if Dibby can pull one out. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, do you think that Larson is going to win again, or do you think we're starting to see a little bit of him slowing down? He's he's going to win again soon. I don't know if this is the week, though. Um, so I know I know you're a big conspiracy guy, right? Because you yeah. live in Wyoming, so you yeah. have to be. Um, well, I mean, Wyoming doesn't exist, so j- just look at you. I mean, you're a conspiracy guy through and through. Um, what about this as a conspiracy? I feel like every year it happens where there's uh, one or two drivers dominating like the first half or for a good chunk, right? A month to two months, just dominating. And then they start to kind of slow down a little bit and don't click off any more wins while some other guys take over. Is there a conspiracy there? Mm, I don't think so. In oh, the, come on. You can't I, find a conspiracy there. I no, I don't think it's a conspiracy because I think it's the truth. Um, <laughs> Oh, so right. in, the, in the 90s, it was, it, I mean, it was reported, it's official that Mark Martin has come out and said that when he was on his super hot streak, NASCAR told him to slow down and quit stinking up the show. Um, if they're in the entertainment business, like they keep saying every single week, I don't see why they wouldn't tell Hendrick and Larson, hey, you guys need to fucking knock it off, run sixth a couple weeks, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it seems like it's going. And if it was just this occasion right now i don't think i would ever question it but it just seems like this happens every single year you know mm-hmm. where we get chunks of drivers just dominating and then they stop dominating for a little bit they'll still get top 10 finishes you know they solidified their spot in the playoffs and they'll probably still win but we start to see guys like harvick and kyle bush and you know some other guys come up and start to win a lot more so it's almost like making a prediction like will Kyle Larson win? It's almost more like when will NASCAR allow him to win again is more of the prediction I have to look at when I'm thinking of Kyle Larson. Cause if it's not Kyle Larson, it's going to be Kyle Bush pretty much. Those are like right. the two guys. It's almost like NASCAR is deciding, okay, Kyle Bush needs to win here for a while. All right. You've won four Bush. Now let's go back to Larson or Chase Elliott. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely seems that way. Um, another thing is we heard a rumor at the beginning of the year or kind of, I guess, mid season, um, and we heard it from DBC that Hendrick had upwards of 16 extra horsepower under the hood. And that's why we saw them rattle off so many good finishes right in a row. I'm wondering if NASCAR didn't catch on to that or maybe the other teams did. And they're starting to kind of catch up to it. Um, that's, I mean, that's the other thing. That's like the most logical thing, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. the other teams have caught up. It's almost like when you come out in football in the second half and you're making adjustments because you saw what they're putting out in the first half. Right, it's the right. most logical thing. I just like the conspiracy route where NASCAR is behind the scenes telling who who can win and who can't. That's a yeah. lot more fun. That's what I want to come onto your show and talk about. Just conspiracies. I mean, we can do it. We do a lot of. Uh, we had a big what if episode where we talked about shit like that, um, and it was mm-hmm. all conspiracies. Yeah, it was all like IndyCar silenced everyone after the Tony Renna crash and stuff like that. So we can definitely we'll do like that. DMT and. Triple yeah. talk about the world and yeah. <laughs> do something. I'll make it ex- for that. Expand our minds. Yeah, no, that'd be a lot of fun. So, I was just thinking about that. Like, it, I'm trying to think of predictions for this race, and I started thinking. I was like, "Well, Kyle Larson hasn't won in a little bit. You know, it's been a it's been a minute, and and fair. It's been three weeks. 
Well, I was gonna say but, just a couple weeks ago, yeah. I was picking him every single week because he yeah. was winning every single week. But it's been yeah three weeks now, and so I, I started thinking. I was like, well, I mean, should I pick him? Will NASCAR allow him to win again, or do I need to hold out a little bit longer? I mean, what do you think? I mean, I think that's legit what's happening. Uh, I think there's a lot more to the story behind the scenes than we're ever told. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason that Larson is winning every single week and then all of a sudden he's not, other than just something happening there. You know what I mean? If he was yeah. getting wrecked or, you know, DNFing, like, that makes perfect sense. But he's not. He's just, like, not competing for the win anymore. Yeah. And that's weird. It doesn't make any sense. Did you, did you uh, listen to Dale Jr.'s podcast with Jimmy Spencer? Um, where Jimmy said, I saw behind the scenes, and he was talking about his comments after the 2001 Pepsi 400 when he came out and said, you know, I think this race was fixed. Junior's supposed to win, yada, yada. Oh, I heard about that. I, and, I have yeah. not listened to it. Yeah. And so Jimmy comes out and says, well, the only reason I said that is because I've seen behind the curtain, and I see how NASCAR runs, and it, you know, that's something that they do. And so I don't know if that was just a Bill Jr. thing or if it was a Bill and Brian France thing, but I mean Jim France is still up there in the high chair in the office. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean that's, they're that's another fair fair point. Yeah, I mean they got busted cheating. Um, you know, there's there's stuff. Yeah, that's, um, I heard that one yet? That's a that would be a good point too. Yeah, Always, comments are lighting up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't know. I, I think that. I've talked to people in the dirt racing world, you know, that go to local tracks and, you know, they know NASCAR guys and stuff like that. And I've heard from a lot of them, like the sport you watch is fixed. It's almost a hundred percent fixed. And yeah. I'm just like, no, but when I hear it from enough people, I'm like, Oh shit. Is it really, <laughs> is, that, is it, that what I'm watching? It's seeming more like WWE now where, I mean, the matches are real. Maybe the chair shots are real, but the whole thing is scripted anyway. It's so like, the wrecks are real, and you know, and the passes are real. But in the end, NASCAR already knows at least who their top five is going to be. Well, and here's the thing: even if we sound like crazy conspiracy theorists right now, and we're totally wrong, which is very possible and probably more likely, more uh, <laughs> the one thing that we know is a fact is we have a charter system, you know, mm -hmm. and there's certain equipment that's going to win every week, and the rest of the equipment that just won't, no matter what. Right. I mean, it, and it's just gotten to the point that, like, even if it's not fixed, I, we know who's going to win just based on the teams they're on, their equipment they're in, and it's hard for anybody else to catch up because of this charter system. And another thing, it it's always seems like once a year there's a big team that kind of misses the mark. This year it's Stuart Haas. Mm -hmm. We see the whole team struggling. A couple years ago it was Hendrick. We saw the whole team struggle for, you know, half, three-quarters of the season. Yeah. Uh, none of the other Fords are struggling. Penske's going out there winning races, shit like that. Um, Matty D's running good. All the other Fords are running good. It's just Stuart Haas. So it, it kind of makes you wonder after last year, you know, Harvick's nine wins, if something ain't going on behind the scenes where they're, you know, slapping Stuart Haas on the wrist for stinking up the damn show. Same with Denny Hamlin. Um, you know, it was Hamlin and Harvick all last year, and now they're kind of sitting back. They haven't won a race yet, either of them. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No 
purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, something happened with Stuart Haas. You know, it, it, conspiracy it's, aside, something yeah. happened to that team. It's more than just missing the setups. Right, yeah. yeah. The whole team is not performing. And they have one of the most talented drivers out there. I hate Kevin Harvick, but he's definitely one of the most talented yeah. drivers out there every single week, no doubt. So, also, I mean... You know, people are shitting on Eric Amarola, but I think he's a better driver than he's been performing this season. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know? Yeah, and we love to give Jacob shit in the in – <laughs> I mean, he's like 28th in points right now. Oh, he's so he's, bad. I know he's better than that. Yeah, he's behind like some some guys that you're kind of questioning. You're sitting there like, how the fuck is – you know? Eric's a guy that can usually point in his winning the playoffs. Yeah, if not like, – That's what he does. Super close, yeah. Right. That's what he does. He'll point in his way in the playoffs. He's always one of those consistent kind of under the radar guys that you're like, he had that many top 10 finishes this year. Yeah. You know, that's Eric Amarola. So he's, I know we're, we've been shitting on Amarola all season, but something else is going on behind the scenes yeah. with that whole team. It's very odd. Um, they're usually a lot better than this. I don't know. I mean, uh, Dakota's not here. So I don't know if we can do that at the line, unless you wanted to randomly, just for fun, put some names together and we can try to try to pick them off. I mean, that's technically okay. what Dakota does anyway. But I mean, before, we get, before we get into that, I'll let you prepare a little bit. Did want to mention this episode is brought to you by Yeats. Hmm. Look at those. Still Which, waiting on mine. <laughs> oh, are you? Are you still waiting on yours? Yeah. Right here? In the, <laughs> still got them in the package. I told you. Look at that. Uh, yeah. Give me your address because you actually still owe me something. I did send you my address. Did you? Yeah. Did I send you mine? No. Oh, all right. Well, it doesn't count then yet. Um, <laughs> Fans are still my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, wow. That's okay. Is she from Wyoming? No. Okay. I was like, your name Cheyenne and you're from Wyoming. That would be like naming your kid like Dallas or Houston and you're from Texas. Yeah. You don't see it very often. Um, yeah, I, dude, I have a whole thing of just yeats lying around right here. So I need to be doing more giveaways, to be honest. I'm just too lazy. You need to make one giveaway at one. Well, you know what's really going to bug you is I already shipped out the one to the Instagram winner. <laughs> He's already uh, receiving his. So, yeah, I'll definitely get you these. And then when you get them, you'll have to come back on the pod. And then we can all three be wearing our yeats together. We are brought to you by Yeats. The link is in the description below if you're watching on YouTube. If you're on Twitter, I don't know if it is, but it's in my bio. Just find it. Stop being lazy. They're really affordable sunglasses. They're like 40 bucks, and you get 10% off with our discount code, Cherrygating. Super, super simple. Uh, just buy some. Stop being a loser. Also, they got some new ones on there. I just saw with like American flags on them and shit like that. New like summer serious ones that I actually might pick up a couple that they're pretty sweet. We're also brought to you by Yeti. Um, no discount code there, but we do have a link. So if you're going to buy a Yeti cup or a tumbler or something like we all got one, just click the link, help support the podcast. Cause we're broke as shit. I mean, look at Colton. He's in his kitchen. God, 
just feel bad for that guy, you know? Lives out in Wyoming. Yep. Rough life. Yep. So anyway, <laughs> did you want to get into the uh, the picks that you have put together? Yeah. You're so just I got, now going to put together. I got five of them here at the line. Um, first one, we're going to start off with the two guys that dominated all last year that are both pretty damn good at New Hampshire. Uh, Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin. Who you got? Mm, I, I mean – you instantly want to go Harvick because it's New Hampshire. I mean, I think he has three or four wins here. The dude just tears it up here. But as we just mentioned, I don't know if it's conspiracy or what, that team cannot put it together this year. Denny Hamlin has should have had like six wins by now. I don't know what's going on with him. So it's kind of tough. But Denny has also won here recently. I got to go Denny just because the equipment and the team he's on. I think they can actually at least put together a win. Harvick just can't do it. Uh, I'm the opposite. I'm going to go with the four. Why is that? Uh, I mean, he's been turning on those last few weeks. Denny's kind of been quiet. Um, I think this is his time. He's going to go and have that win right before the playoffs. And- I have said that like three or four times this season. I'm done saying it's his time. Yeah. I've said that so many times to Dakota. Like this is the, if he doesn't do it this week, he's never doing it. If he doesn't do it, I keep saying yeah. that I'm done. I'm done. I've said it about Harvick so many times. I'm going, I'm going Denny. Yeah. Maybe you were his bad juju. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next probably. up, we got the Battle of the Gibbs, 19 of Martin Truex versus Kyle Busch. Um that's a tough one because Martin Truex does well here. Uh, but he does well at every track. That's just such mm-hmm. a cop out, you know. <laughs> we could go to any track and I would pull up his average finishes there. I but I'm gonna have to go Kyle Bush because like I said, if if Larson is not allowed to win right now because NASCAR won't allow it it's going to be like the Kyle Bush show again. So I'm going to have to go Kyle Bush just because I think he could probably win this race. If he doesn't win, then maybe Martin, but I think Kyle Bush could legitimately win this race. Uh, just despite you be devil's advocate. Yeah, I knew you were going to, <laughs> you just want to be contrarian. Okay. What's your excuse? Um, I think they're both super quick this year. Um, yeah. Martin's already got several wins. He's really good at the flatter tracks. Um, especially the New Hampshire's, the Richmond's, things like that. We saw him almost win Richmond earlier this year, dominate the last half of that race. Um, I think he'll get it done. I mean, his his main competition is going to be the 18, um, but that'll be interesting. I think Martin will get it done. I mean, of the four options you've given so far, all could be right. Right. Honestly. You could argue argue either way for any of them. So, yeah, you've been giving me some tough ones. <laughs> Next one. I got your guy, Austin Dillon, against mm. the 21 of Maddie D. Oh, you're such a dick. Uh, <laughs> you're such a dick. Um, I mean, Austin's not bad here. He finished what he finished last year. He got 11th last year. 13th. 13th. Yeah. Um, man. <laughs> I'm wearing the goddamn three hat, <laughs> but I have to go Maddie D just because he did do really well here last year. And as you said, whenever he knows he's losing his ride, I think he steps his shit up. Um, yeah. There's been a lot of news about him right now because we know who's taking his ride. Uh, we already, I mean, we already kind of knew like that was going to happen. I know he was like fighting for a while, but it's official. He's losing the ride. I think this is his best opportunity to show every other team out there like, hey, I can do something. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I think he's got three real chances to win a race this year. I think this is one of them. Um, because he does run well here, and he's got a fire under his ass this week, um, more so than probably the next few weeks. Um, Talladega is another one, and then Bristol's another one. So, any of them, 
toss it in the air. I think he's going to be great. Yeah, those are fair. Next one, I got super hot. Kurt Busch coming off his win in Atlanta versus Joey Logano. Joey Logano. Lights what? out. Yep. Kurt, Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch, it up, dude. Kurt Busch is going to chill the fuck out, dude. He got his win. Watch. Watch. He's going to chill out. Okay. Nope. I'm going Kurt. Okay. All right. I'm going Kurt. I'm going to remember this. I know Joey's been struggling. I I lost the money because of Joey Logano. Because all I needed, I mean, to be fair, I won overall because I put a lot on Reddick. I'm a fucking genius, I know. But I put some money. All Joey Logano had to do was finish better than Blaney. And, you know, the odds were really good because Blaney fucking won there. But I, I for some reason, I was like, Blaney's not going to do it again. And he didn't, but Joey did even worse. I was like, you son of a bitch. And at one point in stage three, he was past fucking Blaney. It was right when the rain was about to come out. Mm -hmm. Right when the rain was about to come out, Reddick was like in the position I needed him to be in. And then Joey, and I was like, oh, please fucking rain. (laughs) I didn't get it. So like uh, Almirola leading, like he's like, it's pouring (laughs) in turn one. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. In the race. In the race. Yeah. You're calling NASCAR. Like it's fucking pouring right there. You can't see shit. (laughs) Kurt's like, dude, it's sunny. Shut the- yeah, every other spotter's like, I don't know what you're talking Here's about. the thing. I get it, though. I would do the same fucking thing. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. He needed to, yeah. that to happen. I mean, good for him. It was a ballsy move. You know, they, they took their chance. So I have a hard time picking Joey Logano for that reason. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. But I think Kurt's the kind of dude that's going to chill out a little bit after that win. He got a lot of hype. I think he's just on easy street for a little bit. I mean, if you're hot, you might as well ride it. And, I mean, he doesn't have shit to lose. Um, Equipment's null and void after this year anyway if they're going to the next gen. So, I mean, it's not like you're just going to, you know, cost a chip a whole bunch of money. At most, he's just going to scrap the fucking car. They probably already got six of them lying around. Yeah. I don't. We'll see. I, I just watch. I do not... <laughs> We're going to fucking clip this after Kurt wins again. (laughs) But I don't think he's going to do it this week. And I'm going to feel like an idiot when we have to clip this. All right. I'll put a five on it that Kurt beats Joey. No, I'm just going to go to my bookie and waste my money that way. (laughs) That's a lot. That's a lot better for me. Uh, Last one I got here. I got a shit show. Um, Eric Amarola versus Cole Custer. Who's going to finish 25th? Who's going to finish? That is a shit show. Yeah. Um, Jake, if you're watching, I'm sorry. Let's see. I'm going to finish seventh here. Oh, Cole Custer finished eighth. God damn it. Uh, (laughs) You son of a bitch. That was really good. I mean, I'm sorry, Jacob. I'm going to go Cole Custer. Eric Amarola is out of his ride. I mean, I don't know how he keeps it at this point. See, I'm going to go double A. We, we, you know, we I would like for him to do well. Yeah, like, he's a guy that will sneak out a good finish once in a while. I don't this not this, this year though. Finish. Not this year. It might We're be, talking about last year at Camarola. Hey, Trevor Bain won a Daytona 500, dude. Anything <laughs> Come on. That's the worst example. 
that's a great example. That's a, terrible, that's a Daytona 500. That's the Daytona right. 500. Michael McDowell won it this year. That is a terrible example. Michael McDowell won a Daytona 500, dude. Anything can happen. <laughs> At Daytona, anything can happen. This is not Daytona. Yeah. This is New Hampshire. Weirder shit has happened. No, not really. Yeah, really. What would be weirder than Eric Amarola with the season he's had this year, with what we've seen, Eric Amarola getting a legit win here? Legit earned win, no fuel, no nothing. No, I mean, outraced yeah, everybody. Just wheeling it the fuck out. What would have been weirder in your memory from NASCAR than that? Give me a minute. I'll fucking think of something. <laughs> Give me a minute. I'll think of something, man. See? I don't see it happening. I mean, neither of those guys are going to win. No offense to either one of them. I just – it's not been Eric's year, man. He is just – I know the joke was always like, oh, guy can't catch a break. That's been his whole career. But this season, like, for real, dude can't catch a break. I fucking got one. Okay, Jamie well, McMurray winning in his second career start filling in. For All sure. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you said his name, too, I was <laughs> like, okay, that one was pretty fucking crazy. Paul and I Brickyard 400, man. All right, all right. That's – I don't know. Okay, that might have been crazier, yeah. Because Eric Amarola, at least we we know he can be a good driver. I think that's the right. one thing is we have seen him as a talented driver plenty of times, which is just so sad for his career to kind of, you know, fizzle, fizzle out like this. Yeah. It's really it's rough to see. I mean, Ryan Newman. Yeah. Ryan Newman, man. Poor yep. guy. I mean, we, we've seen a lot out of that guy, but look at his career now, um, which I think just leads right into the next topic of discussion is I want to spend the rest of this episode however long it takes to go over and update everybody on what's been going on silly season. Usually halfway through the season, I would not be talking about silly season. People would be like, why are you talking about silly season? We're halfway through the fucking season. Playoffs haven't even started yet. I'm talking about it because this is the silliest of silly fucking seasons. nuts. Yeah. We are so silly right now. <laughs> yeah. This is ridiculous. I mean, we got to chill. I think this is getting a little crazy. Um, we're used to like one driver change and we're like, whoa, you know, yeah. if it's like a big driver, people freak out, um, smaller teams like Spire and all them, you know, we'll see them change, but this yeah. has just been insane. Yeah. I mean, there's a fucking bombshell every week. It seems like for like the past month, we've heard some new, just get nuked on us. If, you, if y'all are watching right now in the comments, drop rumors that you've heard. Don't just make shit up and be like, yeah, oh, that's true. I think Denny Hamlin's going to go drive the 77. But like, if we do want to discuss rumors, fucking drop it. Yeah. Yeah. We do want to discuss rumors. I have a couple listed on here. Um, and I only say that because whatever rumors you drop, I'm just going to take full credit for because I can be like, oh, that was the one I already had written down. Um, but I mean, let's just start with we talked about this a lot, but Trackhouse purchased Chip Ganassi. Like I said, We've heard all these things. I just kind of want to go over them again, just to let everybody know where we're at in the world of NASCAR right now. Trackhouse, Pitbull, Dale, purchase Chip Ganassi. Should they rename it Dale Motorsports? I mean, fucking Dale Racing, yeah, something. I, I, I buy a shirt. It would be Dale with the little. Accent. Oh, yeah, the little, the little E, yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> I would it'd love be, that. It'd be better if Pitbull was partnered with Dale Jr. 
Oh, Dale Motorsports, dude. That'd be Dale perfect. with the accent. Dale Jr. Yeah. Dale Jr. Yep. Motorsports. All right. I'm adding that to the rumors list. We just we just created a new We created rumor. a rumor. Yeah. Pitbull <laughs> <and> Justin Marks. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Talk about merchandising opportunity. For uh, real. Come on, Pitbull. Because one of the rumors on here um it was about Dale Jr., which we will get to. That's in the rumor section. So we know that Suarez, we've discussed this in the podcast. I've broken down kind of the situation. They were leasing the 99. They're giving that back. So they're not taking the 99 car. They're just taking the two charters, which are numbers. Dakota was confused by this. The charter means you're purchasing the number itself. So Chip Ganassi cars, you will see the same numbers. Like it is that they're just changing. It's not Chip Ganassi. It's Trackhouse. Um, so you're going to see the same numbers out there. Obviously, there's going to be changes with sponsorship and crews and drivers, everything. But the numbers stay the same. Um, so Suarez will be in one of those cars. Yep. We don't know what. I mean, a- after that, I guess I could technically add this to rumors. But we do know for a fact that Kurt and Ross are on that team right now. And at least one of them won't be there they want to keep Daniel Suarez right right so that's going to be the interesting part is to see I mean right now Kurt's in the lead in my opinion unless he's got some working on the uh on the back half there um kind of behind the it's even a question at yeah. this point. come on it's Kurt Busch he's a championship driver yeah and if you're a new team you want someone like Kurt Busch who's turned around multiple teams already um you know, in, in your garage, working with your guys to show them how to, how to do things correctly. Um, do you so want to know how bad the equipment is that Kurt's in right now? It's this bad. When Kurt, just last year, Kurt was teammates with Kyle Larson. Kurt was outrunning Kyle Larson every single week. Kyle fucking Larson. We're seeing what Kyle can do in good equipment now. Just think about how good Kurt has actually been doing on that team when you think about that. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, I'm still in the boat that Kurt's still good enough, maybe not this year, but, I mean, the equipment's a huge factor to go out and win a championship. Um, I, I'd probably argue that. If he was in prime cool. equipment. Yeah. Yeah, if he was in prime equipment, yeah, I think yeah. he's one of the most talented drivers. I've been saying that for a long time. I think people underestimate him because he's been hopping around a lot of teams lately. He's been in subpar teams, subpar equipment, and he'll get, like, one win a season. It's like, yeah, but he's in equipment that doesn't deserve a win at all. Right. You know, like, he right. does do really well in his shit equipment. So, yeah, I don't think it's even a competition. Nothing against Ross. Um, apparently, Jacob doesn't like Ross. I didn't know anybody didn't like Ross Chastain. I don't know how you don't like him. He seemed, he's – I get him. He's a super nice guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> when he was in the Xfinity Series, I bought a watermelon every couple of weeks just in case he won. There so you go. And smash yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. He's a nice guy. Um, he's, you know, the Cinderella story. We want to see him succeed because he can talk about a guy that can't catch a break. I mean, that guy, if he gets kicked out of this now, I mean, he's the most cursed driver in NASCAR. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he does bad either. No. Nope. You know, I, I at least understand Matty D's. Like, he kind of doesn't perform wherever he goes. He's doing a little bit better. But Ross has been kicking ass these last few weeks, too. You wouldn't think of that from a rookie driver. Right. Well, is he a rookie driver? I consider him to be. <laughs> I mean, his first real opportunity. Other than that, he's just kind of like 
bounced around, shit cars here and there. Well, what was the, uh, was it DC Solar? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. No, um, that was his, technically his first real opportunity. If that mm-hmm. wasn't like a Ponzi it. scheme yeah. or whatever that was, um, yeah. that was awesome. I mean, awesome for drama in NASCAR. Yeah, poor guy can't catch a break. Uh, his only hope is that Kurt has a deal somewhere else. Let's be real. Yeah, and that's Kurt's style. He will up and leave to go somewhere else. He has no loyalty. I mean, he will just peace out. Yeah. Doesn't matter about manufacture. I mean. <laughs> He'll go yeah. wherever, you know. Yeah, and he'll take Monster with him. He yeah. don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Too. I'm taking my money. Yeah. I mean, I gotta respect that. He is Monster's been riding with him mm-hmm. the whole way through. So yeah, good for him. Um, so that's number one on Silly Season. We'll see mm-hmm. what happens there. That one's still up in the air. After that, some smaller kind of news. Um, Justin Haley is now gonna be in the cup series. I feel like nobody's talking about this. Yeah. Um, Is it still going to be in the 77? Like, how does that work? No, 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 no. Because the 77s for Spire, I think they're going to take it and they're going to change that number to the 16 and then um, whatever other number they decide to bring up. Um, Obviously, they can't do the 10. They can't do the 11. um, But they'll find out maybe they run 16, 61 or something. Um, he'll, He'll run a colleague number. Um, okay, but well, I don't, they're, this is the first time in the Cup Series, right? Uh, colleague, yeah, they just run a part time deal with AJ right now, right? So, will they get an all new because did they purchase a charter? So, is this going to be like an entirely new number for them? Yeah, it could be. I don't know how that's going to work, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it very well could be. Um, they're going to buy the 70 or they bought the 77 charter, um, so they're probably going to do whatever the, the hell they want with it. Um, being that it is theirs, I don't see Matt Collig just leasing it or selling it to someone else. So why wouldn't they just run the 77 if they bought it? Because, I mean, that's a Spire. It's not a Collig number. I don't see Matt Collig taking someone else's number and just changing the font. But if you bought the charter, then you bought the number. So, like... Right. So why not change it to the 16? I mean, it's the same thing with Trackhouse running the 42 and the 1. But, they, I mean, they could change it, too. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we've seen that a couple times already where a team will buy a charter. Don't you have to buy the rights for the other number, though? Yeah, and that's that's what uh, 2311 did was they got the, the 23. Um, and I think it's an availability thing. Like, as long as the number's available, you can get it. And I don't know about buying the rights, but I know you can claim rights. I mean, legally, I think you would have to purchase, like, rights or something. You'd have to 
who are they going to purchase rights for a number from? I don't think NASCAR just owns. Numbers. Do you think every single number is available? I don't think so. I feel no. like every number is taken and somebody owns it. No, because that's that was our season. So why don't me and NASCAR you buy? Was... Why don't me and you buy a number? Fuck it. Well, we could buy a number, but we don't have a charter. So I just want to buy a number from right. I just want to own a number, and then when somebody wants that number, when they inevitably be run out, I'll be like, 50 mil, fifty yeah. mil for the last number. Like the fucking uh, the Washington football team. How the yeah, I, trademark I all the to, names. Yeah. I want to trademark like a number. With every, every available font. number, we're gonna claim it. Yeah, with every font possible, and like yeah. I own it now. And so when they're run out of numbers, you gotta come well, talk to me. Come talk to Chair Gaten. Yeah, sponsor the podcast. Yeah. Business genius. Um. So yeah, Justin Haley's moving to the Cup. I mean, I think nobody's really talking about it because like. What's there to talk about when well, we got so much other shit to talk yep. about? No offense, to Justin right? Haley, but and then um, we saw this one coming. I mean, let's be honest, colleagues have been talking about this for a couple of years that they want to move to Cup. Justin Haley was their guy. I mean, obviously, they're not going to move up with Jeb Burton. AJ Allmendinger's old. Sorry, AJ. Um, and then they're, they're bringing him up for, I mean, I assume they a select organization, right? They say select races, yeah. So, I mean, we all know what that means, that means road courses, right. Daytona. Yeah, probably Daytona. A few other ones just to kind of get the feet underneath the team. But Justin Haley's their guy. I mean, they've rode with him ever since Blake Cook retired. Um, He's the one that they want to develop. Right. Yeah. Hopefully it works out. Hopefully it works out. But, yeah, unfortunately there's not much to say there um, other than they bought, I I think, two charters. So they are a Cup Series team. Just – it might just be one of those kind of teams, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think we know what kind of team we're referring to. Um, Brad K. Uh, I mean, I wrote on here to the six. They haven't technically announced, you know, what number he's driving, but that kind of goes into the rumor thing. It's like where he's going, where is he going? But he will be um, a part owner. Of Roush Fenway. I don't have they announced what they're renaming that or are they keeping it the same name? I don't know. I haven't heard anything from him yet. I haven't even heard what numbers they're running, if if he what the name's gonna be, if they're staying Roush Fenway. Um I'd assume they're gonna change it to something. Um I mean Hendrick didn't change anything with Gordon coming on. Yeah, but it's it's still owned by Hendrick. Um Gordon does Gordon not have any kind of ownership in that? I don't I don't think he has ownership. I think he's just a like uh-huh. a I thought he had some kind of ownership deal. Maybe not. Maybe he does because I know Rick has said has came out and said that when he retires, he's handing the the torch off to Gordon. Right. So this may be one of those deals where they're just kind of grooming Keselowski, as gross as that term is, into becoming an owner. It was only gross because of CSI. All right. Before all right. those shows, right. that was a fine fucking term. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, that's a good point. Yep. But I mean. Bob Parker supported it. If he reports it, it's going to happen. Right. right. Well, and when they initially asked Brad, he like laughed and said, like, I can't say anything. Like, yeah. Come on. And I assume they're waiting till August. That's, that's kind of the rumor I've heard is that August is when they'll come out and say everything. Um, I mean, Brad has officially lost his ride next year. So if it's not official, he is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bush series. Yeah. Right. We know it's happening because. 20 Xfinity car. Brad Keselowski. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So Brad is, I mean, it's official. Brad's going to Rosh Fenway. 
don't add Kozlowski to that fucking team name. You already have two names on there. We can't have Roush Fenway Kozlowski racing. That's absurd. Roush Lasky or Roush Lasky. Yeah. Roush Lasky way. Yeah. His way, Roush racing. Yeah, no. Uh, just keep the name the same, honestly. Like, Brad, you can be the cause sole owner of it. And you know what? If you become sole owner, just rename it Roush again. That's what it should have been the whole time. Like, the Fenway thing was stupid. Should just be Roush. Um, so he will be at least some kind of team owner there, and it seems likely he's going to be going to the six. That seems like yeah. the likely route. Well, and you, I mean, see the comment from Chris, RFR has probably got a third charter. I haven't heard rumors about that. Honestly, it wouldn't fucking surprise me um, with how many charters are being bought and sold this year. If they, bought a third if they bought a third charter. From who? We've heard rumors of Rick Rare getting a, a charter strip from him at the end of the year. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe they're already in talks with NASCAR about that. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, maybe they're leasing it from someone else. Um, yeah. Another big think, rumor. I don't think they'll lease a charter, though. They, they're the, they're yeah. in the ownership business, not the leasing business. I mean, an, another big rumor, I don't know what your itinerary is, was that Petty was going to be sold at the end of the year. So I wanted to bring them up in a rumor. Mm -hmm. So this is, <laughs> I have a lot to Okay. Episode, we'll, I hope we'll, doesn't go we'll too long. Back for now, yeah. <laughs> um, moving on uh, with, you know, with the um, Brad K's, Austin Cindric is officially confirmed as of today, wasn't it? Yep. Was it this morning or yesterday? Yep. I I lose track of days. I work recently. Yeah. Shit. I mean, Colton, you understand. Colton, what do you do for a living? Uh, I drive a forklift. I actually work for Manpool. We make gun accessories. Yep. That's so Wyoming, and it's yep. badass. I love it. I love how Wyoming you are, Colton. Yeah. <laughs> I need to come visit. I, I should have been coming, what was it, this weekend? Is that no, The 23rd is when it starts, mm. so a week from tomorrow. Let's rodeo, guys, man. If yep. if you want, take you to the Houston rodeo. Come down. I'm down. You want to um, super Wyoming is that my neighbor has chickens, and we're like – not even out of town. We're in a fucking suburb. Oh, okay. Well, I was like that. We have that shit in Texas, but no, no like but in our yeah, we have like cities here. <laughs> I think yeah. that's I think that's the big difference is we have really good Mexican food and we have cities, yeah. and y'all have snow. I think those are the yep. differences. Yeah, that's those are the main differences between Wyoming and Texas. So anyone watching the episode, there you go. You got a little uh, education about cowboy states. Austin centric confirmed. Going to the two. How do you feel about this? This is the big one. I saw it coming. I mean, to be honest, it was either you keep Matty D in that 21 and send Austin to the two, or you move Matt D to the two and send Austin to the 21, which was rumored last year. Um, and that was kind of their game plan. But after Matt D was performing, it it doesn't surprise me at all. They're just going to move Cinder Cup. And his dad's a competition director at Penske. His dad does some sort of right. super important role. Um, yeah, give the, give the kid the two car. I mean, he's kind of the pride and joy of that organization moving forward i think this was expected yeah i mean we knew eventually he was going to get to this spot if it if he had to go through the 21 first and wait a little bit um right. they wanted brad out brad wanted out we've known that for years i'm surprised it took this long uh because brad and penske have been teasing a divorce for a while now right right so we knew that was coming 
and we knew Cendric was coming. We just we weren't sure how that was going to line up. I think they were. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't the plan to put him in the 21 for next year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plan was to do like a Christopher Bell thing, put him in the 21 for a year or two, and then move him to Penske. Um, but I think even at that, they were planning on Brad K moving out. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it was going to be the 21 was just their buffer time if Brad wanted to say like one more season or something. Um, right. Here's an interesting one too. Uh, I don't know why Reddick wouldn't be happy at RCR. I mean, he's been for, for, performing really well, but RCR will be discussed in rumors. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get to them and Petty. I mean, those are the two <laughs> big ones that I want to talk about. Complete rumors, by the way. Um complete rumors nothing substantial uh but the other news is you know obviously maddie d is out of his ride as we've discussed some people are happy some people are like well he's overrated he never deserved the ride anyway where do you sit on that fence and also stop sitting on a fence just choose a side me i don't <laughs> sit on fences yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean it, it sucks for maddie d um, even when I watched his video, he came out and said the team had issues, which, I mean, you could probably see. Um, and then last few weeks they made you know, leadership changes going into this year, and they've really started to click. And you can see it. I mean, he came out and led laps at Road America. Who would have fucking thought that Matt D would have right. led laps at a road course? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, so he he's moving in the right direction. It sucks he got kicked out. Um, but at the same time, you're in the Penske garage. Like, the 21 is built right next to the two and the 22. It's not like a, a little satellite team like the 78 was to Joe Gibbs. Um, right. You, you got to perform if you're racing for Roger Penske at that point. Um, so, I mean, it, it was to be expected, but I still feel bad for the dude. Yeah, I think I was trying to find it. Um, here is Steve Carnes. You know Steve Carnes on Twitter? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I really liked his tweet. This, I think, summed it up. Harrison's funding over Matt's smile. Yeah. I mean, that at the end of the day, it's the same reason Matty D lost his ride with uh, Levine Family Racing. Yep. I interviewed Bob Pockris after they made that decision, like right afterwards. Um, I think it was like a week or two after. And I asked him, you know, what went into that decision. And he was like, I love, you know, I loved working with him, but um, he just couldn't bring the funding like yeah. Bell could, you know, and I have to go with even if he's younger and less experienced, I mean, the kid's going to bring funding and he's talented. So I think that sums it up. I don't know if I'm fully on board with people saying like, he never deserved the ride. He's the most overrated guy, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if I'm on board with that either, because like you said, I've seen a lot of performance out of him. Um, I know, I know what was it? Jacob saying like, well, the 21 is pretty much just a Penske ride. I mean, it is not. That's it's, not fair. To yeah, it's not a, a Penske ride. It's built in the same garage, but I mean, you'd be an idiot to think that they're getting Penske parts and everything like that. That's like saying the track house, the 99 ride is an RCR car. It's not. It's not. It's, not. it's better. <laughs> no, it's not. It is not better than RCR. And I should say it's better because that would make my drivers look better, but it's not. I mean, when you're when you're a, a ride like that, um, you're not getting what the actual team is getting. You yeah. know, let's be real. So the 21, he didn't have the equipment like the – 22 or the 12 or the two mm-hmm. um i don't think he yeah. was the most overrated driver i think if there's a, a team out there that needs a solid driver i think he can be it um but it was inevitable you know harrison burton uh, i mean they were already getting rid of him and i think they saw 
young babyface Harrison Burton, and they were like, "We got to grab him before somebody else does." Yeah, yeah, and the money is a huge part of it too. I mean, uh, Benedetto's still writing off Paul Menard's money. You know, I mean, if I'm living at a parents' house and I'm not paying bills, you're probably gonna get kicked out. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so got some more rumor talk. All right, let's just get into rumors. Yeah, I think everybody wants rumors. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so rumors number one was, you know, Newman likely out of his ride. That's not really a rumor. That's pretty confirmed. But 2311, there's been a lot of rumors of 2311 possibly adding a ride. I don't know what else you've heard about this. I know early on, Kurt claimed that they called him, which I think sparked the whole conversation, was Kurt saying like, well, you know, they called, we've talked about it, um, and we know they're not getting rid of Bubba because he's the gravy train. Why would you get rid of that guy, even if he doesn't perform? Um, which I have stated, he's done, you know, he's done maybe better than I thought he would this year. Um, that's not yeah. saying much. I thought he would lose like every fucking race. But he has done a little bit better. Uh, and he's the gravy train. He's going to get you all the sponsored dollars. So why yep. would you get rid of that guy? Right. But I think Michael Jordan wants to actually win a fucking race at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if that kind of fueled the whole track house deciding to buy Chip Ganassi rather than just buying a single charter and going from there. Um, is because of Kurt. You know, if they heard that 2311 was trying to get Kurt, and Trackhouse kind of wanted him. Why would you not buy the team that he's already on? Yeah, guarantees you yeah. the two charters. Yeah, I mean, problem solved. Yeah. Rather than have to try to pick up another, uh, they were they were leasing ninety nine anyway, so it makes sense. But I mean, twenty three eleven owns the twenty three charter, right? Yeah, I believe so. I don't think they're leasing. I think they own it. No. So they need to they need to purchase another charter, which they could do from like a spire or somebody like a smaller team. Yeah. Um, yeah from a Rick, a Rick Ware. I yeah. mean, Denny's got money. He's Oprah rich. So <laughs> no, it's Oprah rich. Michael Jordan's definitely Oprah rich. Okay. There you go. Michael Jordan, <laughs> Michael Jordan and Oprah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it would make sense to see, to see them buy another charter. Um, and then we'd have to think who drives it. My thing is, if they buy another charter, and I know it was just rumored right there in the comments, Maddie D going to 2311, if they buy another charter, like, do you really want to put Maddie D in there? Like I said, he's a fine enough driver, but they have Bubba. They're not winning any races on that team. They probably never will with Bubba, to be completely honest, unless it's a Daytona or Talladega. I'm just being real. Yeah. If they buy another charter and invest all of that, they need a guy that can actually at least win races for the team. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. 
Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. I mean, it, I mean, it would have to be like a Kurt, right? Uh, of who's available, if Kurt already has deals in the work in 2311. Ryan Newman? Passes on. I wouldn't pick Newman. No, I know, so, I, right? I, I think I'd rather think Matty I, D at this Matty point. Matty D's probably a, a damn good fit. I mean, we've seen what he can do in the 21 car, and we've already discussed it's not a Penske ride. Um, he's been close a few times. He's came out and led laps. Um, he might not be a, a terrible choice, and he's kind of an old guy. He's been with several teams. How much are you willing to spend to get a guy like Tyler Reddick? You uh, have to buy out the contract. That's a big question. Yeah, I mean, but he. I, I think I said even in Xfinity that he might be the most talented like driver in the future from his class out of Xfinity because yeah. they had a lot of really good drivers out of there. Um. But I, I, I mean, RCR picking him up was like the best move they could have no. done. He is a guy that if you, I think, get him in good equipment, he can he can get you a win. Yeah. And he's young as hell. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He, he'll probably get he'll get funding eventually if he doesn't already have it. Um, Tyler's one of those dudes. I bet. I mean, he's super short. I bet he weighs 130 pounds, and his balls are probably 60 pounds of that. <laughs> he does and they're covered in yeah. red hair yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking redhead yeah no i mean i i'm a huge but fan i don't know i'd hate like to see him leave but once every five years or so we have a big contract year in nascar where a whole bunch of contracts run out right. i don't if 2311 does buy a charter um i don't see him necessarily buying out another contract i see him waiting for that next big opportunity and just kind of fill in the seat because we know they can put right, the yeah. bills, right? Bubba's got enough funding. They can swap sponsors kind of like the Penske guys do um, where you'll say, all right, well, you're going to be on the cars these this week for Bubba and then these weeks for Redick. Um, so, I mean, or Matty D, right? It wouldn't be a terrible thing to split up sponsors like that. Wait, who is He is a free agent. I didn't know that. I thought it was at least till next year. Yeah. What? Oh, RCR is dumb if they only did that short of a contract. Um, yeah. Yeah, that might not be good for RCR. Um, but speaking of RCR, there's another big one. I, I saw it just kind of float around. I don't know if there's any kind of backing behind this rumor. The rumor essentially was presented that we've all known that Dale Jr. wants to get into mm -hmm. the Cup Series. He's talked about this a lot. Um so we know that he's interested, but he said like the money's not right. He's just not ready yet. Which, by the way, if Dale Earn if Dale Earnhardt Jr. doesn't have the money to get in the Cup Series, like I don't know who does because how how can he not afford it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He does his thing, but the rumor essentially was that they would buy RCR. Right. Have you have you heard this? I've heard that one. Um, I've even commented on it. I mean, I think it's perfect. Dale Jr. is the perfect guy to keep on that RCR legacy um, because of obvious his obvious ties with his dad. Um, if if there is a kernel of truth to this, I don't see anyone but Dale Jr. buying it. So here's my take. Here's my take, and I'm a fucking genius, so everything I say is going to be right. If there's a kernel of truth to this, as Colton just mentioned. Mm -hmm. We know that he has discussed the only reason he's not in the Cup Series right now is because of funding. Right. 
why all of a sudden would he buy a two charter team if funding is his issue? I don't think funding, expensive. I don't think it's a funding is his issue. He's got money. He's just cheap. Right. Um, he's so he's going to buy a two charter. If you can buy Richard Childress Racing. I don't think so. Here's money. what I think. If there is a kernel of truth, here's what I think the real possibility is, is a part ownership. He buys like half the team and they do a part ownership like a Roush Fenway turns in to Childress Earnhardt Racing, which I, is what I mean. Deserve I, I see from that. Day yeah. fucking one. That's what it should have always been. And right. how sick of a partnership would that be? It would be. I mean, you also got to think of a huge variable in the whole Dale Jr. equation is his sister, is Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, she runs most of the business stuff. She's for the business, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, if she says it's go time, Dale's going to do whatever she says. Right. He's already yeah. gotten to this point. And Dale gets you the funding and stuff. Yeah, 100%. Dale's got work. I mean, if we're going to sit here and act like Dale couldn't afford it or doesn't want to spend that money, um, you'd be – fucking lying to yourself because he right. can go out and sign a goddamn Wheaties deal and get paid that <laughs> right back. Right. Right. You know, I mean, I just think it would be the perfect partnership. Be- and one of the reasons I-, I was surprised to hear that is Richard started that team by himself, you know, with his bare hands signed Dale Earnhardt as the only driver he had, mm-hmm. uh, you know, let's be honest. Like Richard had a failed racing career. That's why he became an owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just those two and it just seems like, you know, he definitely probably wants to retire soon, but he has his whole family working in the team. Now it almost seems I've been watching a lot of Yellowstone. seems like one of those things where he's like, I want to pass something on to my, my family. Uh-huh. I would just be surprised if he all of a sudden was like, you know what? Nah, fuck my family. I'm just going to sell like right before I no, and I don't think he'll do that. Um, that's the that's, thing. Why, that's why I think he would do some kind of like if, you can purchase half of it or something. That's why I keep saying if he sells it's going to be to Dale Jr because he gets it. Oh, 100%. And I mean yeah, you have the connection with the Earnhardts and the Childress family um or the Dylan family now, you know, whatever the hell. Also, you know, he'd probably do something like uh you have to keep Austin on for an X number of seasons right. um right. if this is the deal. Um which all that would make sense. And honestly, if that happens, I would fucking love it. I'm an RCR fan. I would love it. Right. I think it'd be so cool. Um, oh, 100%. Also, you know, like Chris said in the comments, apparently the rumor is Tyler Reddick's not happy at RCR. I haven't heard that until that comment right there. Um, yeah, I haven't heard that one at all either. I haven't heard that at, at all. I mean, he's been running RCR for a long time. I mean, well, he got in that ride after Henrik really? left. In, 19 in the Bush series. In the Xfinity series? Yeah. Sorry, I, I still call it Bush. <laughs> I had to plug in my damn headphones here. Yeah. Was it 18 or 19? Either way. Yeah, it was um, it was around that time. So he's been with RCR for a while from Xfinity up into Cup. Right. Um, it'd be surprising if he's not happy. I also understand that he's a rising star and he wants to be in good equipment. But bringing on a guy like Junior right. onto the team, that's how you keep your drivers happy. <laughs> I mean, that's... Right. No, and Reddick raced for Junior. Yep. yep. Right before he signed RC. So that's the coolest rumor I've heard. I really like that rumor just because I'm an RCR fan and I'm a stand yeah. for that kind of shit. But another charter, I don't know if you have any other rumors. I'll, I'll wrap this one up. Um, another one that I just think I keeps popping in my head of one that somebody should purchase. And, you know, because of ownership, nobody probably has. 
but Richard Petty. Yep. Whoa, your voice changed. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> it's thundering out super hard. I Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Richard Petty. How has nobody bought that charter yet? Talk about buying an iconic number. Yeah. And it's just that ride. It's not like you're having to buy a whole team. You're buying one fucking... I mean, I'm sure it's expensive as hell, but you got the merchandising. You can pay it back. Right. No, exactly. Um, I don't see how this team wasn't already sold years ago. I mean, we did see the shift from Petty Enterprise to Richard Petty Motorsports. Um, so, I mean, he's already given up a little bit of it. But, I mean, to your point exactly, I mean... This has been a struggling team for years, um, really since even before Petty left. Um, they picked up, what, three wins since that. They got, like, John Andretti, Eric Amarola, and... They put talented drivers in yeah. the car. They do a really good job of, other than Bubba, I'm not a fan. I don't think he's talented. But, I mean, now they have Eric Jones. I mean, they, they get talented, talented drivers, but they don't put any money back on that team. The equipment is just bottom tier, and it is such an iconic ride. I'm just surprised right. that they haven't sold yet or nobody's at this point with everything going on, everything moving. I would have thought that ride would have been an early one to get picked up. I mean, and you would think there's been a ton of shit that surprised me already. Um, and I mean, to all the rumors, I wouldn't be surprised if this was already in work somewhere um, and just hasn't been announced yet. Well, check this out. Check this out. This is my little continuation of my, my own conspiracy and rumor. Dale Jr. buys into RCR. They get extra funding and purchase the 43. And now it's a three. I mean, they I mean they are they could run. They have like the 31 and the 29. But no, they want to get that 43. I mean, can you imagine? They have the three, the eight, and the 43. I mean, that would be the merchandising gold. Yep. Because Petty they already have that partnership. So yeah. No, I agree completely. Um we are putting on our tinfoil hats with this one because it's still, <laughs> I mean, it's still just a Reddit rumor. I mean, I haven't heard 100%. much. I mean, I know someone said it was from an SHR employee, but I mean, we know how many times we've heard that over the past few years that one employee who probably just fucking scrubs toilets came out and said it, you know, he's probably smoking a joint in the back. Or bathroom. it wasn't even an employee and somebody just said that. I could right. say I heard it from an employee. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know if you have any other little rumors or another crazy one that's kind of made its rounds as again from an HHR employee was that Harvick was looking to retire and that oh, that's uh, another one. That's God another damn. big one. Oh. Um, Harvick was looking to retire and that I think he said Blaney was going to buy his way into yes. the ride or something. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't that might be the that. dumbest one I've heard. Yeah. That's that. I mean, Harvick retiring makes sense, but Blaney moving over to Stewart. I don't. Why? I don't see that one the at all. He sucks right now. He's been affiliated with Penske since, I mean, really since he came in to the, to the Xfinity series. He's in great equipment. He's doing great. I imagine yeah. Penske loves him over there. He's young, talented, uh, good for merchandising. You know, everything's perfect. I, I don't know why he would leave to join a shittier team. Right. And another one that uh, Chris brought up in the comments here um, was that double a, maybe out of SHR and he, he's got a point. He does bring a ton of funding with him. Um, Smithfield has shown that they'll follow him kind of wherever he goes. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but do you want to take him? Like, I don't know. That's just... No. 
Right. I'm... Again, sorry, Jacob, but if I have an option to pick up Matty D or Eric Amarola, I mean, I'm picking Matty D. But funding, like you said, you nope. need the funding. At the but end of funding. the day, if you drive 20th, um, but you have a fully funded ride all season versus the guy that can finish in the top five but can't get funding, sorry, we're finishing 20th every fucking week. <laughs> We're getting because, the bills paid because yep. I can afford to put the car out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And you so. can always, it's easier to gain more sponsors, at least for a race here and there and fill in the gaps and kind of use that right. for better yeah. equipment than it is. I mean, to get that guy, it's, it's a whole fucking mess. With sponsors I mean, nowadays. honestly, it's, I, I'm not trying to put it on Matt ED, but like maybe he should have been out there more like promoting himself, trying to get more sponsors, like becoming a personality. Uh, yep. Do you remember Tyler Reddick and Xfinity putting on wigs and dressing like Dolly Parton? Yeah. I mean, that, that dude was trying at least he, you know, he's trying to get his name out there. We miss, uh, there was a whole era of nothing but NASCAR driver commercials. And we saw guys like Martin Truex when he was racing the damn 56 <laughs> yeah. in commercials, right? This dude had yeah. won one career race and he was on TV every week. Yep. Um, now you only see the Kevin Harvick's the, you know, the, the Brad Keselowski's and I mean, I don't even think I've seen a Brad Keselowski commercial in a while. No, not but, you know, Denny, you see like the same five guys in commercials. I mean, you don't even see Chase Elliott on TV that much. And those young guys coming up on TikTok and Twitter though. That's how you, that's the future. That's what you have to yeah. do. That's free advertisement. Ryan Vargas, you know, he was on the show. Dude's got like yeah. millions of followers on TikTok, and TikTok literally sponsored him. Right. That, that's it, the type of shit you're going to have to do now moving forward. Yeah. You're going to have to get, I mean, relationships with brands early on in your career yeah. and multiple, not just one like Dale right. had with GoodWrench, you know. But I think you need to build up a social following. Like, you think yeah. Natalie, you think um, fucking Natalie Decker is going to have a problem getting sponsorships? No. Right. Yeah. I mean, why? Because look at her Instagram followers. She has like more followers than Dale Jr. probably. I mean, that's the type yeah. of shit you're going to have to do now, nowadays. Like, sorry, that's yep. just part of the job at this point if you want to get in a quality ride. Yeah, it's confirmed more blonde girls in NASCAR. <laughs> hey, she's a brunette. Um, or I guess oh, now, now, yeah. Um, yeah, I heard Harvick might join. Yeah, the yeah that was yeah. part of that rumor this season with Tyre going to the booth, which he's good in the booth. I like him in there. Um, he's not quite as clownish as Boyer is. I like the clownish Boyer. Everybody else fucking hates him. I think it's funny. I just think it's overdrawn. I think Fox played way too much into that whole Clint Boyer's a partier thing. And try to make a boot every think, week. I don't think Fox had anything to do with that. He I think even Clint legit is no, that guy. He even said on Dale Jr.'s podcast, like he can do it at the first of the race, but they want him to keep the energy up and things oh, really? like that. Nope. And it's it's hard for him to do. Like he kind of runs out of steam. Um, and you can you can kind of tell during the broadcast. That's why him and Jeff joke around so much. I think. Right. Um, yeah. Well, anything know. can make Jeff Gordon laugh, so it doesn't take much. Yeah. <laughs> I did like. Um, when Jeff was announcing, because I mean, fuck, that's part of silly season two. Everybody's leaving the booth. When um, Jeff announced that he was leaving, and Harvick was like, "We we can still look at each other and see each other face to face with or without Jeff there." Yeah, because <laughs> he's so short. Uh, fucking Clint Boyer, man. By the way, brought to you by Yeats. And if you get Yeats and a three hat and a mustache, you can almost look like Dale Earnhardt, like me right now. I don't know about that, dude. If they, I, I, were, if they were gold, like his gold ones? No, I think you're about 40 pounds north of Dale. <laughs> okay. I, 
That's that's probably fair. I don't know. He might he was packing it on a little bit there at the end. Yeah, he's a little plump, yeah. But I mean, he was still. I mean, he wasn't very tall either. I'm not very he tall. Was, he was only like five nine, five ten. Okay, that's my height. What? I'm not taller than you. Yeah, apparently you are. I just told you my height. Apparently, I fucking am. Yeah. <laughs> but me and Dale also like to whoop ass. So I yeah. think me and Dale, I might be his illegitimate son. Yeah, kind of like a William Byron, Rick Hendrick thing. Right. If I didn't look identical to my father, I would be his illegitimate son, yeah. unfortunately. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Dad, you asshole. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. That's going to wrap it up. Brought to you by Yeats. Go to yeatsofficial.com. 10% off discount code at ShareGate. And by the way, we've been tearing it up. Our fans just want to thank everybody because we have outsold all the other Belly Up podcasts sports podcast combined we've outsold all of them that's because y'all have dope merch i've even bought shit from you no i'm saying with yeats but thank you for the dope merch shout out oh yeah dope merch but and i mean yeats don't go with any sport better than nascar that's the thing i think that's what it is it's the audience yeah yeah Yeah, we have these like football fantasy football podcasts and stuff and it's like come on dude look at this yeah this is what yep. you rock eats with. Peak 90s. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to thank everybody. We have been crushing it. Yeats is really excited. We're actually in the talks with him about like doing some legit stuff like at races, a lot of giveaways. Um, we got a great relationship with them right now. So everybody, thanks for buying them. Um, Colton, I'm sending you a pair. So I don't, really I don't want to thank I you. I don't fucking um yes. <laughs> yeah golden any other uh plugs you want to do before i cut you no, off check out fan fuel um we got redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.